Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Brian Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Are you enjoying your Thanksgiving long weekend? Uh, well, seeing as that's not for another month and a half, uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll enjoy it when it happens, but... And it's funny yeah. how I say long weekend. This is something that's always uh, been a, a bone of contention between myself, a Canadian, and yourself, uh, or just Americans in general. It's like it's not actually a long weekend for you because it falls on a uh, a Thursday, and then you have to work on a Friday. Well, no, there is a um. Well, it depends on your job. Yeah, most jobs, if they give you any time off, only give you the one day, and you know, so we don't get the full. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, depending mm-hmm. on our job. You know, some jobs, you work the weekends anyway, so that doesn't affect anything. True. I guess but, in the grand scheme of a Monday to Friday, uh, which I know is something that isn't... We do have a long anymore. weekend, because if I'm not mistaken, Columbus Day is tomorrow. Oh, well, there you go. So, okay, fine. Although, once again, that's one that many jobs don't bother actually giving you the day off for. So No. We do yeah. have a holiday tomorrow, though. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, yeah, it is uh, Thanksgiving here in Canada, and a, a general understanding I have with my American co-hosts is that um, I'll say Happy Thanksgiving on in October, you'll say Happy Thanksgiving in November, and we try not to make each other feel bad about it. So I think that's, uh, that's, a, that's a common thread we have. Uh, going forward, both pros and cons to Thanksgivings, uh, either one. So, I try to be polite and understanding. Yes. I do not insult people just because they can't figure out when a certain day is. It's true. And the fact that I get to enjoy pumpkin pie and turkey a month earlier, I think you're just jealous. Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about Extra Life. We talked about it a lot last week. We're just going to, you know, sort of uh, give you the, the high-level stuff. Um Extra Life, you can donate to Eddie or myself from the TGI Extra Life team. If you go to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2019, you'll see us in the roster when you go to donate. $10 or more, you can be a guest on our live show, which we'll be recording Sunday, November 10th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. That'll be right after uh, my big stream for uh, Extra Life, so we'll, we'll probably talk a little bit about that. But hopefully we'll have some fun guests on like we did on our first live show during Extra Life last year. And also you get to vote for the next game club. You can name your game in the comments. We have a couple of guidelines. You can check the show notes for those. And voting for that will close on December 31st. So be sure to get in there. And yes, you can stack your votes. This is a charity. It's for the kids. And we are not going to limit you to one $10 donation. So please be generous and pick your favorite Fire Emblem game. If you have any questions, you can certainly reach out to us in the Discord, because boy, do we have answers, don't we, Eddie? Sure. Yeah. I don't know what the answers, uh, what questions the answers go to, but I have plenty of answers. It's true. I've I, I've noted this. Uh, we're very good at answering questions, but only once they've been asked. So certainly go in there and ask them. Uh, a question I have right now that I will answer myself, which is what banners are running this week? We've got the weekly revival banner. Featuring Gray, uh, Brave Lucina, and Brave Ike, otherwise lovingly referred to as Bike. Um, and then we also have Heroes with Hone slash Fortify Skills until the 15th of October. Tempest Trials banner is running until October 24th. A Monstrous Harvest until November 9th. And the return of Halloween Heroes in the Land's Bounty until November 11th. 
And as always, Eddie, I will start with you for summoning. What do you got for me this week? Well, it started out really nicely. Um, Larachelle popped out as my free summon. Uh, so everyone in Discord got a glimpse of that when I got it. Um, and it seems I was due for a treat as my bizarre first summon ticket luck continues with me getting Dozla in my second wheel, uh, the first wheel with a ticket, uh, and Ileana a wheel or two after that. Hmm. Uh, one of the first wheels after I got uh, ran out of tickets, I did get a five-star red unit, but it was a wait. I guess I just wanted to make sure I got my Lissa fix. Uh, since they didn't put her on the banner, even though, you know, I can really barely stand away, and despite him technically being my Avatar's kid from Awakening. Um, I kept going, wanting to get the new Hector, um, and managed to have him drop for me, uh, with about 40 or so orbs to build from for the next banner, or the next special banner, whenever that is. Nice. Well, uh, I'm glad you were able to get the full suite. Uh, the tables have turned this week as I did not quite have that luck, but I did pull some fairly good stuff. I do want to say, I forgot, I think I say this every time we go from a legendary to a, a normal quote unquote 3% banner, but I forgot how much, uh, how, what the lack of fun is in pulling in a 3% banner because aiming for Hector and Lilina from red and Larachelle from green. I got a few uh, pity breaks in terms of heroes that were not those, but not all bad. So for red, I got Tiburn, which is, I already had him, so that I wasn't a big fan. And then I got a four-star Bantu, which I guess, you know, I promptly upgraded and, and I can pretend that he's a five-star. Um, you know, he was new, quote unquote, to the four-star pool, so I'm happy with that. Uh, and then on the green, I got a second Brave Micaiah and the new uh, Nagi unit, which I did not have before. So that's that's a that's a bonus. That's a nice win. Uh, finally, as I was going through my saved 300 orbs, I got Hector and Lelina. Uh, so yeah, I'm now down to zero orbs. And I believe I'm going to keep pulling for Larachelle. I really do want that Mad Scientist character. And funny enough, as I was sort of um, building up to 20 orbs and then summoning, building up to 20 and summoning... I actually summoned uh, a normal Larachelle. So hmm. that was, I was like, okay, maybe that's my cue to quit. But then again, I've got 30 days to do this and uh, we'll see how this goes. So I, I, so I'm... You really had that much trouble getting Lilina? I mean, she's a three and four star unit. She should have gotten a bunch of her while summoning on red for Hector. I didn't get any Lilinas. I only, but I, I see what you did there. I got a Hector... Uh, I don't even know how to respond to that in a way where is it? Just, yeah, because you call him Hector, so like technically, according to the game, he is a Hector, and the Lelina part is hidden or part of the duo thing. He is only labeled as Hector in the naming, right? So I was just ribbing. It is I know, yes, I know, the duo unit of Hector and Lelina. And it's funny the the people at home can't see our notes here. Uh, however. I, I made a point of saying Hector and Lelina in with an ampersand, but obviously when I say that out loud, it's not you you don't hear anything different. You just hear and. But uh, yeah, no Hector. I did get Hector. Uh, I did not get any Lelinas, but I did get a Hector and Lelina. Um, yes. I'm I'm thinking I will keep pulling until at least I get 
a five star once more. So yeah, I got 30 days okay. and I figure if I can get Laroshell, great. If I can't, it's not the end of the world. Usually by the time the banner starts to be around for one or two weeks with no luck, I kind of get a little... Uh, mm. Bored's not the right word. It's more just distracted in the sense that, like, you know what? This is work now to, to like, summon I'm nothing. Sure summon distraction nothing. would be the right word, but it's just disheartened, maybe. Maybe. Or but, I mean, Larishel's not one... Discouraged, uh, you know. Yeah, and I'm not one to spend money to get this specific hero i'm more one to say like all right well when they're on the legendary banner i'll actively go for that hero but uh i'm not too worried about it um i'm glad you got her i i have seen a lot of um her art and uh you know we'll talk about her in a little bit but i think she looks great in you know probably the best hero uh looking art wise uh on this banner i think possibly um i think Lelina and her little cat outfit as part of Hector is quite good. I do uh, I, I do look at Hector and Lelina and I do get that sense of like uh like that father-daughter relationship and even in some of the uh the the dialogue and the par- uh, the paralogue I was like, "Oh man, this is great." So, I do dig that and I want to see more of that. You're right. Okay, maybe like so. very close second. <laughs> yep, and uh, with this, we did get those first summon tickets. They just dropped as a clump right at the start of the event. So that yeah, was that was nice weird. Was yeah. Different. It was different. Uh, but also with the update, we as mentioned, uh, or maybe we haven't mentioned it yet. We mentioned it before recording. We did get the Ether Resort updates, and those were just meh. Although, do be careful with your fields, as last night as uh, extra life stream proved. Ryan is prone to eating random grubs and worms and stuff, so keep your fields guarded properly. I did. I ate. I definitely dug a hole and ate grubs. Um, there's a clip floating around where I eat someone's leeches off their uh, fishing pole. Uh, it yep. was fun times. Uh, yeah, extra life bit.ly slash TGI extra life 2019. That's uh, it's a charity. I'm allowed to. We're allowed to pimp it. It's all good. Um, oh. But no, uh, the fields is interesting. I planted a bunch of stuff. I upgraded my field fully because I had a bunch of Ether Resort sort of currency laying around. And then I made my um, dining hall. And because you're starting out, they give you like a couple of ingredients. But I, had, uh, I hadn't planted anything. So all I had was like meat and eggs to make dishes. And they weren't great. So my, my, yeah, figured, my field of no. lins were not happy. I, I only have lins <laughs> in my Ether Resort. <laughs> and uh it was (laughs) i I would have a army of lists if i could but there's only two of them so far so i filled out with a bunch of lins as well in my ether resort i feel like if Um, they didn't have if they didn't have a bunch of lins i'd still like pick a hero that has a bunch of alts i just find it kind of funny i'm lucky in the sense that i have that many lins that i can sort of have hanging around (laughs) in my resort (laughs) as weird as it is to say but um it's just kind of funny to me. Uh, yep. Yeah, we also got the new Hall of Forms mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been fiddling with that much yet? A little bit. It's interesting. I'm gonna. I'm thinking. That I'm gonna think through this. I feel like Hall of Forms is a great mode for folks who haven't been playing since day one, in the sense that they can get their hands on these four classic heroes and slowly build them up over time. I really like that that ability to 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 feel the ramp up um mm-hmm. 
I'm not. And it definitely ramps up fast. I've had to repeat a couple floors because it was like, yeah, my heroes with the lack of a full set of skills and stuff mm-hmm. are having issues with some of these. Yeah, I just hit to about equal level. I just hit lunatic stuff, so the purple levels, and it's a bit difficult. So I realized, yeah, I might have to go back and you know power level a couple of characters. That's a really interesting way to look at it, and um, I love this further than me. Yeah. Oh well, I I've been kind of brute forcing it a little bit. I haven't pay, been paying too much attention to it as much as I do other modes because you can't auto battle your way through it. It's very difficult to auto battle. Um, this one. Yeah, I've been. Well, yeah, you really need to specifically at least get that first kill before you try an auto battle because you know if you don't pick who gets that thing, you may have the same character getting the same getting a skill uh, upgrade every time. Mm-hmm. So you um, could have one. I do have one character now that's a little because I mean, you've got three mages and one sword user in your team, and Om was feel, falling a little far behind because he wasn't able to pick uh, units off. Uh, so I gotta yeah. kind of strategically give him a leg up for the next couple maps. But uh, I, I've been really enjoying it. I, I feel like it's the story setup was really cool. Thor is back. Um, Thor sort of being accused by Loki of playing with her dolls, quote unquote, and then her kind of explaining like, oh, they they may be weak, but if we build them up slowly over time, they get really powerful. And I, I, I think that's the best story setup for a mode we've had in a long time. And I'm curious it's, to see where they go with this. I think it's just, really cool. It's as good as the Rooker Siege setup. Yeah. Which means, yeah, it's just... It... It was just meant to me, you know? It's like, yeah, okay, so we're getting to play with Thor's Rooker. Or not Rooker, but her, um... Well, that kind of Thor's Rooker, because Loki has her Rooker, Thor has her Forma. Right. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, the Rookers were Lokis. Yep. Well, you know... That's when we met Thor, and she was scolding Loki for creating the Rooker. And now Loki's scolding Thor for having her forma so Mm -hmm. kind of the same setup more or less just opposite ways i suppose i never really thought about i i kind of dug it but it's nice to see those characters um it'll be interesting interesting to to get more about the characters yeah two characters it'll be interesting to see if thor actually plays a part as opposed to just like you roll her in every time you need a, a character for loki to bounce off of like i think we're gonna start seeing more and more thor right it'll be about Thor and the Alpha Door, or you know, <laughs> the Alpha Door. That's how I believe that's how they spell it. You know, it's. I'm sure it's meant to be All Father. You know, kind of. Yeah, but I think Alpha Door so. is better. It sounds like a hat. Yep, but mm-hmm. it's interesting. In uh, this week, we narrowly uh, missed. Uh, you know, we narrowly had to say goodbye to one of Ryan's favorite modes mm-hmm. when the update came out and tap battle vi- vanished from the event listing however the calendar came out and saved us from that horror and tap battle will be returning oh i thought it was uh i thought it was gone for good i never actually looked at the new calendar so I, i've been weeping constantly um since it was announced and i i just have to keep muting my mic uh <laughs> for fear that the tears will drop and uh hit the yes, mic i'm sure everyone remembers how much ryan was like what is this mode for on a regular basis so. oh it's just a chore man even especially when i had rewards i had to do it 
I had to have those yep. ten orbs. And then I was like, well, I might as well still has it. rewards, just doesn't always. And uh, speaking of that tap battle coming out, mm-hmm. coming out soon, uh, we do have a bunch of other events as well starting up soon. We have the Tempest Trial, A Child's Wish, starting on tomorrow, the 14th. Or it might be today by the time the podcast gets dropped. Uh, the new Power Banner uh, with the... Heroes that got upgraded, uh, Frederick, Virian, uh, Loot, and I forget the fourth one. Uh, but those four um, are coming, should be in that banner. Uh, and that starts on the 15th. The Halloween one, or the Trick or Defeat uh, banner revival, is starting on the 16th. Uh, we also have a Bound Hero Battle revival with Barter and Fear starting on the 18th. And that aforementioned tap battle, being another encore one, is starting on the nineteenth. Hmm, I can't wait. An encore tap battle, my favorite kind of tap battle. Uh, let's ignore that and move on to our topic this week, which is the cool special Halloween heroes for a monstrous harvest. It's trick or treat time, and Fire Emblem heroes with more treats than tricks this time around. We've got four new special heroes on the banner and a spooky ghost uh, hero invading Tempest Trials very soon. Not to mention a brand new hero type. Eddie, take it away and tell me about Hector. Yes, Hector, dressed up duo. Leading off the banner from the Blazing Blade game, well, sort of, we have Hector. However, this is a special Hector as he is the first of the new duo hero type. Uh, as we discussed last week, two heroes are actually two characters in one, and Hector comes with his daughter Lilina, dressed as a cat, hence this being sort of Blazing Blade, since Lilina was Binding Blade. Uh, this duo joins as a red sword armored team with their weapon, Conjurer Curios, which grants them attack plus three and effectiveness against armored foes, as well as boosting their four com- combat stats by four, if it is an odd-numbered turn, uh, and and if they have been damaged, so if their you know health is less than a hundred percent, they get that boost to their stats on odd turns. Uh, being the first duo hero, they introduce a new type of skill called a duo skill. Uh, we don't know what um, how the duo skills will work in the future. Whether they'll be inheritable. Uh, amongst other duo heroes or not, uh, this is the first one. It can be activated once per battle in most situations. I uh, will discuss the odd situations in a minute. The skill looks like it will always be exclusive. As I mentioned, we don't know the details since this is the first one. It may always be exclusive or it may eventually be inheritable. Uh, but this, the one for this pair does 20 damage to foes within three columns centered on them. They also have a new skill in the B slot of Odd Follow-Up, which will guarantee a follow-up attack for them while preventing a follow-up attack from their foe on odd-number turns. Uh, Being a version of Hector, it of course has a distant counter in the A slot, as well as Bonfire and Hone Armor rounding out their skills. So... In those special situations where you can activate the duo skill more than once is that there's an ether raid building that permits a second use of duo skills for the first three turns. I think it 
allows further turns, not further uses, but further turns, uh, the more you upgrade the building. So. Okay, cool. Well, if uh, I guess I got to get into Ether Resort or Ether, sorry, Ether Raids. Yeah, there's a there's a building in Ether Resort that lets you use your duo skill multiple times. Um, I, I was uh, playing with you know Hector and Lelina, um, and the duo skill is interesting. I haven't quite trained myself to use it very well because I keep forgetting. Auto battle has kind of wrecked me in that in that point of view. It, it doesn't trigger during auto battle for. I guess AI reasons they haven't programmed it in. It's not they're not going to do it. AI doesn't use. I mean, the way AI has some weird, silly things with the actual base skills. AI doesn't use many, if any, of the special abilities like pair up. It doesn't swap between units. It doesn't, you know. Uh, and I'm not surprised it doesn't use the duo skills. Mm -hmm. No, for sure. Um, the other thing that surprised me is uh, sword user, because you look at him and it definitely looks like a staff, right? Yeah. So where kind of looks like a staff. Um, where's the sword? Yeah, you know, as I mentioned last week, kind of looks like a cane. So mm, yeah. um, the way he wields it as a sword is backwards from what I would expect if he was using a cane as a sword. Yeah. But yeah. But it's fantastic. The art's great, like you said. I'm looking here at. Lelina here in her little cat outfit, and uh, it's adorable. And I don't know if we've seen Lelina in game. I don't even know if in her game she appears as that young. This feels like maybe a, you know, like you were alluding to, like a a pre, oh gosh, pre -bla blazing, but post binding. Is that right? Other way around. Damn it! Ah, blazing is the one with Hector Elwood and Lynn and. Finding is one with Rory and Lilina. One of the, I think, so. one of these days, I'm gonna find out that you're just. Every time I question myself, you're just like, oh, it's the opposite. I think that would be a funny joke, but now that I've pointed it out, you can't do it. You're not allowed. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I love the, I love the art, and it's great. If you look at, you know, the art for his, you know, his damaged art, he's, he's, um, you know, protecting Lilina and using his staff, and it's just so cute. It's adorable. Mm -hmm. Hector's a good dad. I can tell from this art. Although taking your daughter into battle, maybe not the greatest dad. Let's talk about Ileana, Treat Harvester. When I was a kid, the weirdest thing we stored our Halloween candy in was a pillow case. Pillow <laughs> would be really weird. Pillow would be weird. But you do you, Ileana. I, I, that's spaced out really well there in a pillow. Pause for effect case. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this coffin carrying armored blue tome hero from path of radiance wields a spooky sensor plus that grants attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus three and after combat deals six damage to unit she has a new skill in the c slot called attack slash resistance gap three where at the start of the turn grants attack slash resistance plus five to ally with the highest attack plus resistance total for one turn and that excludes the unit, which I'm guessing is Ileana. Um, rounding out. Well, they don't specify Ileana because that uh, skill can be inherited by someone else. Right. Okay. So, so the unit using that skill then. Yes. If you get it on Ileana, it'll obviously work for Ileana. But okay, if someone else has it, they can, you know, it would affect them. That makes sense. Uh, and rounding out her kit is Iceberg as a special and Bold Fighter 3 in the B slot. Uh, yeah. 
So I don't know anything about this hero, so I wasn't really pulling for her, but uh, I will say that she's got that um, she's got that look of uh, what's that ghost keeper, the, the ghost keeper, the graveyard keeper in, in Ocarina of Time. She's got the weird, sort, yeah. Well, she doesn't look anything like Dompe, but she, she's got she's got the the ghosts in Ocarina of Time. She's got the little thing she's holding. It looks like a pumpkin in with the a pose. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Poe Lanterns? Yes, yes, you know what I'm talking about. We're not going to have two yes, in a row the, where I'm, I'm making a fool of myself. The Pumpkin Lantern, her, sen- her sensor, which I believe is the technical term for a lantern like that, Yeah, is, you know, similar to the Poe Lanterns. So It looks really cool. Again, I don't know anything yes. about this character. Do you know anything about this character? Uh, she's from Path of Radiance. Okay. No, I knew that. I said that. <laughs> she looks cool, though. I wasn't though. saying you didn't say that. No, I know, I know. Anything. She got That's lots of candy. I know about her. She's got lots of candy in her coffin. Uh, a lot of delicious treats. But that's about it. That's all I got. Uh, Until they release GameCube games for the Switch or re-release Path of Radiance. That's about all I'll ever know about her. Exactly. But what about Larachelle? I'm excited to learn more about this mad scientist. That's- well, the madness of her costume has not lowered her opinion of herself any. In the self-titled Harvest Festival Princess of Peerless Beauty, joins as a green cavalry mage unit, casting her spells through her flask. Appropriately named the Madness Flask, uh, with a plus version, obviously, since, you know, all, almost all the weapons have to have a normal and a plus version, uh, is... Similar to all the Halloween weapons aside from Hector's, uh, with a built-in Fury 3, which is plus 3 to the combat sets, minus 6 to the user after combat. And um, also, she comes with a new Ruse skill. Uh, The Ruse line is the one, um, this one being for speed and resistance. Uh, The Ruse line debuffs the name stats, obviously speed and resistance on this one, of enemies in cardinal directions if a rally skill is used by her or on her, as well as inflicting guard on them to slow their special triggering. Uh, the skill debuffs them up to five points at tier three, uh, and guard does not change with strength. Uh, she also comes with rally attack speed plus to activate that skill, and swift sparrow rounding out her skill. So. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, as I said before, I just think her art is really cool. The mad scientist look is is rad. And, and um, I might have said this last week, but her design... I might have even said this on the Patreon mini for Gamers In, but it, her design reminds me of what, like the, the type of work that would go into a hero in Overwatch for a Halloween event. And I don't know what that means, but it's the first thing that pops into my head when I see this. And it's it's a note of so quality. So you're a Junkrat fan. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I guess. I mean, he's all right, but, I mean, I'd rather have Lara well, Show. He was the mad scientist in Overwatch. So. He was, yes. I, I just, I look at this character, and I and I feel what I feel when I see some of the best uh, Halloween stuff in Overwatch, I guess. Like, this, it, it's really good. Um, it's simple, but it's effective. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just I really like the the art. I don't know, but... She uh, and I, and you know what just you know it just dawned on me the fact that um, the whole we're gonna talk about Dulzlet in a little bit but uh, 
Dr. Frankenstein, Frankenstein monster. That makes sense now. I see what they did there. Because they're... I was just reading the um, the info yes. sheet for La Rochelle, and I guess Dozla is her attendant in service. Yes, uh, they're both from Sacred Stones, and uh, yeah, I kind of suspected. I forgot to double check it myself. But I kind of suspected he was actually La Rochelle's attendant. Mm-hmm. She seemed the type to likely have an attendant. Oh yeah, she's high maintenance because I think she's like a princess of some kind. She's that typical... She's a princess of peerless beauty. Yes, see? Right there. And I mean, in Fire Emblem, again, oh. it's just one of those things that's... that's. There's always one of those characters, right, in uh, in the game. You have a game that features royalty by gum. One of them is going to be high maintenance. So, uh, yeah, she's, she looks rad. Uh, I don't have her yet, but uh, she did... Uh, she's, she's a mad scientist. She's got a flask of something. <laughs> Who knows? All right, let's talk about Dozla, Harvest Attendant. The hero that confused us the most last week makes his debut in Fire Emblem Heroes as part Frankenstein's monster, part zombie, part mummy. Say the raps. Uh, Dozla. I, I thought you said it was a mommy in the note. Mommy? Mommy? I should have looked it up. I. The. F- <laughs> okay. I was hassling you for your typo in the note. It's a typo, isn't it? Okay, so I didn't look it up. Okay. So I wrote mummy. <laughs> Maybe he's a good mom. Is that how you is that how you spell mummy? No, it's not. And I was typing these on my phone, I believe, uh, or my iPad. And oh, I, so the iPad autocorrected. No, mommy. I'm taking I'm taking full responsibility for this one. <clears throat> I put mummy, and I'm like, you know, sometimes you write a word out, and you're like, that doesn't look right. I'll fix it later. And sure enough. Um, the the thing that came to mind when I was trying to remember what mum, how mummy was spelt uh, was the poster for the mummy with Brendan Fraser, and it still did nothing for me. I still didn't think I better put, I better put a U in there. So yeah, uh, yeah. mummy part mummy uh, again. Good thing nobody has access to these notes. Uh, Dazla hails from the Sacred Stones and joins the special heroes ranks as an armored colorless dagger unit wielding pumpkin a box. Plus, yes, pumpkin in a box, not pumpkin in a box. Oh, wait, no, I get it now. Never mind. <laughs> I got it. Jesus. Uh, which grants attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus three. After combat, deals six damage to unit. He has a new skill focused so on the ether. fury ability that all the Halloween weapons have, yes. Hmm? He has uh, what? That's fury three. That's what all the Halloween weapons have. Oh, they all have fury three built in. Yep, the attack speed, defense resistance, the combat stats plus three, uh, and dealing six damage after combat. Okay, look at that. See, I don't, I'm not very good at these skills, but I'll get there. Um, he has a new skill focused on ether raids in the A slot called ARD, attack slash defense three, where if defending in ether raids grants attack slash defense plus X during combat, where X is calculated based on number of defensive structures and... Yeah, you can look it up. It's yada, yada, yada. Uh, defensive structures do not count, though. Rounding Destroyed out, ones. Destroyed ones, yes. Uh, rounding out his kit is rally attack slash defense plus as an assist and armor march three in the C slot. So, uh, Dozla, Dozla, um, I, I don't know. I think this one, in terms of art, might be the weakest, but still strong, if that makes sense. Okay. 
I don't know. He looks cool, but it just... Again, I don't know these characters, so you kind of have to wow me, right? Although he does have a pumpkin in a box. I think it's less the art and more the actual design that you're having issues with. Mm -hmm. Because I think the art on all of these is quite well done. It's just, for whatever reason, the mad scientist speaks to you. So keep an eye out, uh, listeners, for stories of Ryan planning, plotting to take over the world I, in the future. You know, you might be right. I'm looking at this, and it's, I guess I just, uh, he's, okay, first of all, the one thing he's got going for him, he's got Wolverine hair, green Wolverine hair, so I'll give him that. Um, it looks like maybe he might have been, like, an armored unit in the game because he's got like full armor okay but um yeah it's just i don't know it's a it's a scruffy looking dude with a bunch of candy on his back and a jack-o'-lantern in a, in a box so well everyone but um Shell in here is an armored unit uh, whether he was in his original game or not i don't know but he's the only one wearing uh, armor is what i'm saying true so he might have been armored in his original game i was stating i don't know uh, everyone on the banner other than Larchelle is armored, which seems to be a common thing in these banners. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm not saying you're necessarily insulting him. It's just, for whatever reason, the Frankenstein mummy zombie thing doesn't interest you that much as much as a mad scientist does. Yeah. Because you know? I, don't, I don't feel the actual art, the actual drawing or pictures are any lower quality for the heroes other than Lara Shell. I think you're right. That one really speaks to you. It's definitely not design, but I mean, when we look at the next hero we're going to talk about, which is Rolf, uh, I really like his design. I mean, it's a kid in a ghost costume, and I think it's rad. It looks great. So, you're right. I think That one speaks to you. I think you're right. It's design... My favorite part about Rolf, 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 Ralph, is that he, uh, when he shoots his bow, um, he doesn't take his hand out of his costume. So he's like grabbing the bow. He's holding the bow like with his hand. You can look at the art and you'll understand exactly what I'm saying. But he's holding the bow uh, with his hand still underneath the sheet. And I think that's so cool. So, <laughs> kid in a Halloween costume. It's great. Well, yep. well, speaking of the cutest little ghost ever, uh, we have Rolf, Tricky Archer, from Path of Radiance. Uh, we do have Rolf, as I mentioned, the youngest of three brothers, abandoned by their mother in Path of Radiance. Rolf finally joins his oldest brother, Oscar, in Heroes, dressed as a ghost, maybe to try and scare their middle brother, Boyd, into showing up. He comes in the Tempest Trial as a colorless cavalry archer wielding the candle wax bow, plus version, obviously, at five star, uh, which, like Lara Shell and the other solo heroes, has Fury 3 built into the weapon. As a Tempest Trial unit, he does not have any new skills, uh, but he does have Shove, Desperation, and Odd Speedway filling in his kit. Mm-hmm. No, again, uh, I pretty much already said my piece on this one, but yeah, I think the art and the design is really good. And uh, I dig the green. I dig the green uh, candlelight, uh, candlelit uh, archery 
archery bow sorry i'm like uh i just got back from thanksgiving dinner we established that at the top of the, we didn't establish that at the top of the show we established it was thanksgiving um and i had turkey so apologies if i'm a little slow turkey slow so uh, it may be the leeches and worm and grubs you were eating yesterday it's true causing issues but i did that for comedic effect i ate turkey because it's thanksgiving there's a difference Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no, well, what do you think about <laughs> Rolf? Uh, he's a cute little kid, um, you know, in a ghost costume, as you said. He's kind of cool in there. <laughs> That's not much to him. So. Okay, well, he's a cute kid in a ghost costume. You can get your... Uh, he's you a can... Tempest trial unit. I didn't really study his stats like I don't usually do. No. So. We'll get our um. I we'll we'll get to, you know, have Rolf in our team uh, tomorrow, and or very soon as the Tempest Trials are going to be kicking off. Um, well, probably when you listen to this, they'll already be running. So go check it out. Let's head into the speculation corner as we close off our topic this week. Uh, Eddie, we have yep. some new heroes coming on the twenty first. Yep, the calendar showed that we do have them coming on the twenty first. So we'll record before they drop, but most likely the video will be out before we record so we'll know who they are by next week mm-hmm. uh do you have any guesses on who they might be i mean we got two three houses banners back to back do you feel like we're due up for another one like i feel um, like three houses kind of died off a little bit it might be time to like stoke the fire it's you know the it's possible mm-hmm uh, I think it's more likely in December we're going to get another Three Houses banner. Right. Although December is one that has generally has double special banners because of uh, New Year. So this might be the best, you know, maybe this or the early November one might be the best time they have to get one out to advertise the new, the update bringing that's coming at the end of the year. Or this one would be perfectly timed to fit with the original end date for the first update. So we might get a Three Houses banner for that. Uh, I think we should be do some other ones, but who knows? You know, who knows how they determine these things? What are you What are you thinking in terms of the game um, that we'll pull from? Let's see. November should be the early November should be the um, far fetched heroes banner. So this one could be anything. Uh, maybe I don't think we've had awakening in a while. Uh, so maybe go back to awakening. Um, maybe path of radiance. Maybe binding blade because we got units from those two on the Halloween banner. So maybe keep that theme going, although they don't often. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. It could really be anything. It could, like I well, said, yeah. three houses is possible. And now that I think about the fact that the early November one should probably be the um, far-fetched heroes, or <laughs> whatever they call them, bravery ducks, far-fetched heroes. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, whatever they call that banner this year, I guess you know this one seems uh, three houses banner to originally planned with the original end date for the release time frame for the um 
first update on the season pass, expansion pass, would make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what? I like the word far-fetched, and they should use it again. So throwing it out there, Intelligent Systems, if you're listening. Um, we'll find out soon enough. As Eddie speculated, we will get that video, no doubt, before we record next week. Did you have any guesses, Ryan? Uh, well, my guess was uh, three houses, I think. I think it- okay. You didn't specify that you did think definitely think it would be. Just... I I think uh I I think it could be three houses. I feel we're due up just to get it like I said back into the into the spotlight. Uh, however, they could hold until you know November or December with that big piece of DLC coming out. Um, <laughs> so if not three houses, I would have to say it would be really neat to see. Um, gosh, I mean maybe. I keep saying echoes, but honestly, I th- I feel like we're due up a, a 3ds title. I feel like we've stayed away from the 3ds titles enough uh, outside of the special banners that we should probably be due up like an awakening or a fates yeah. banner. Maybe I don't know. I know awake. I know echoes is a 3ds game, so I guess 3ds is what I'm thinking. Uh, we've had a lot of okay. uh, other titles, so um, I would love to see some 3ds love again. It's been it's been long enough. Uh, speaking of 3DS love, we got some fun news for you. We did note that the next game club will be chosen by the lovely people who support our Extra Life campaign at bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2019. Uh, but in order for that to happen, we felt we needed to show our commitment to game club by finishing our game club of Fate's Conquest. We did take a bit of a break when Three Houses was nigh, so we're going to kick it back up again. And we're going to be talking about Chapter 19 of Fate's Conquest uh, next week. And our goal, obviously, is to finish that before we discuss the next game club in 2020. Because donations are open until December 31st, 2019. So you've got plenty of time to get your votes in. And uh, no votes so far, but we did just announce it last week. We hope some folks get in there and support a great cause that is Extra Life. So... Uh, Eddie, you're excited. I'm excited. We're going to talk about Fates next week. What do you think? Should be fun. i uh, got to get back in there and figure out what was going on. Exactly. Me too. So we'll figure that out, and we'll talk about it next week. And that's going to do it for this episode. We had some fun. We had some laughs. We ate some leeches. Uh, one of those things didn't happen. I'll let you be the judge. Uh, you can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Email the show, faye at gamersinpodcast.com. You can check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy, eddie at drelfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.